Welcome to the Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not-so-hidden temptations. We are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring to the show people who know what they're talking about and help you with some of these aspects of your life. You live life only once, so why not live a life worth living? Today in the show, we have Matt Kay of Salon Nova in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Matt was nice enough to actually sit down and chat with me about a huge part of fashion, which is men's haircuts. Yes, it's a little bit difficult since probably a lot of the information would be better visual, but he decided to take on the challenge and is going to do this all audio for us. So enjoy. So Matt, tell us what you do in one to two senses. Um, I'm a hairstylist and an instructor at Paul Mitchell. Um, I work for Salon Nova on the east side of Milwaukee. Okay, awesome. And how did you get into styling hair? Um, I got into it right after high school. Um, I went to beauty school. Uh, I knew it was something I wanted to do. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I still have a lot of fun with it. And uh, yeah, I've just I've had a lot of luck in getting into different positions um, that have propelled me into, I guess, success in the industry. So with the, you know, haircutting and styling industry, is it required to go to beauty school for that? Or can you just kind of sign up and say, oh, I was like cutting hair and give me a job? Yeah. Yeah. No, you have to, you have to go through 1600 hours. I think Wisconsin is, I think they just lowered it to 1500. It used to be 1800 okay. um, hours of training in a school or I believe it's 3,000 hours in an apprentice type situation. Um, and then you have to take a test to the state, uh, uh, practical and then a written. Okay. And so I've heard that there's like different like levels, like there's like level one, level two, level three, like a master, like a super master or something along those lines. Is that just mean you have right. more hours at school or like what's the breakdown of that? No. So that just comes down to experience and education. Um, okay. School basically just gives you the essentials you need to know about hair to pass your state board exam. So once you've done that, um, the important thing is to take a lot of advanced education and a lot of classes to gain knowledge on, on different trends, different things that are happening, different color techniques, different cutting techniques, styling techniques, um, and kind of really, really, really building your skill set. Um, once you've taken a lot of education and you've... Um, you know, your client base is built, that's when you can start tiering and saying, okay, now I'm a level two, a level three, level four. And that's really just salon to salon, you know, difference. Some salons do it, some salons don't. Okay, just about discrepancies. Like, I could be a hairstylist for like 25 years and then go to a new salon and I'm like a level one now opposed to like a level like three or something at my other salon. Just because they don't do um, levels. Oh, you're asking if, if somebody leaves their salon and they go to a different one that right. has levels, where would they sit? Mm -hmm. Um, some people will jump into a higher category if they have the experience and the education to back that up. Okay. Um, if they're a newer stylist, like right out of school, they'll probably be a level one. So what would differentiate like someone who's good, okay, to like someone who's like great? Like if I walked into a salon and said, 
I need a haircut. Like, how might there's gonna be a lot of price differentiators, I believe, on the board. Um, you go in there and you're like, I want someone who's like level one, level two, level three, or something of that nature. Or you just see that there's different prices, like forty, sixty, hundred dollars for a haircut. What am I expecting to get out of that as a huh? client? Like, what would be the differentiator for someone who's like okay, good, versus someone who's a great stylist? Um, I think again that comes down to technique, speed. Um, I know for myself, like I specialize in a lot of men's cutting. I do a lot of different design work. Um, my cuts aren't any different in price than the other people in my salon, but I feel like I have a lot more men. I, I get a lot more men in my in my chair because of the work that I do. Um, if you go to somebody who's charging twice as much as say their level one stylist, you're probably going to get a, not always, but you'll probably get a little bit of a better quality of service. Okay. Um, usually a level one is someone who's starting out or is newer, not to say that they're bad, not to say that they're not, not capable of giving a great haircut, but their speed might not be up to par or they you know, there might just be, they might just be new. Okay. So I, I guess like from a client's perspective, let's say I walk in and say, I want like a haircut and you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. What are some things that people can say to you to help you understand exactly what they're looking for? Like, say they're looking for something new and stylish that's from a male's perspective, right? Like, I want something new and stylish, but I just have this, like, you know, long head of hair right now, like, down to my shoulders. What are, what are you going to – what's the best way for us to communicate to you guys what we really want or what we think would look good? Um, pictures are always a really good reference point. I always use pictures. Um, I think it's a good way to show somebody what you're looking for. Um, I think that talking about, you know, if their hair is down to their shoulders, do you really want to cut all that off? Um, you have that happen a lot where we grow our hair out as guys and then we want to cut it, but then we cut it and we're like, oh, it took so long to get, to get to that point. Um, so I think it's good to not overdo it with a, with a men's cut when it comes to taking off a lot of length. Um, but pictures, uh, pictures are probably the best way to communicate that. Okay. And so like... With different hairstyles, is there different industries that people have like acceptable hairstyles? Like, you know, some of the more trendy hairstyles now are like significantly different than they were like five, 10, 15 years ago. As a stylist, how do you kind of coach someone through that, what they're choosing with their profession? Um, I always look, yeah, you always have to look at what they do for a living. Um, you'll have people come in and say, oh, I want this, 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 this crazy style, this, you know, really unique, really kind of avant-garde look. But then they work in an office and it's like, well, is that going to be acceptable in your workplace? Um, you also kind of get to know the person and their lifestyle. If somebody comes to you and, you know, is not afraid to go a little more avant-garde or a little more eclectic um, and for their hairstyle, then it's always fun to be able to do that. But you don't want to take somebody who is, you know, a little more shy, a little more uh, quiet, soft-spoken and they go oh i want to do something crazy it's like you kind of want to read the person because mm -hmm. you can tell if somebody's a little more quiet and shy not to say that they won't like it but they might be a little more shocked as opposed to someone who's uh someone who has a lot more of an eclectic style they might be a little more open to doing something a little more extreme how often would you say people kind of change up their hairstyle i mean i've known people that have gone to the same barber for like 40 years same haircut like every every two weeks. It's right. like, but you have people that change right. color, cut like every time you see them. I have, as far as men go in particular. Right. Yeah, I would say. I mean, I have a lot of guys who come in and just say, "Do what we always do." Um, I always try to gear them in a direction that will alter it a little bit because you never want to 
become complacent because then years down the road they might go, well, my guy doesn't do anything different, even though they come to you and say, hey, I'd like the same thing, you know, every two weeks. Um, but then I have people that come in and want different things all the time. And then you kind of have to hone that in a little bit, uh, you know, just to protect their hair. If they're wanting to do color all the time every two weeks, um, you know, you want to keep their hair healthy if they're, keep, if they're keeping it longer. Um, but yeah, there's there's definitely a, a wide range of people who just want the same thing every two weeks, and then somebody who wants different color, different cut, different style every four weeks. Okay, so it's like you said, two weeks, four weeks. Is that kind of the general time frame people should be getting haircuts, or I mean, you know, taking out of the equation, people would just like buzz their head and then grow their hair out for a year and then buzz their head again. Like people who are regular right. hair cutters, like what, what's a good time? Right. Like you mentioned keeping your hair healthy. You want to touch on that a little bit more too, like. I think just, you know, just shampoo and soap and water on your face, like in the shower, probably isn't going to cut it for like having a healthy face and healthy head of hair. Um, well, going to time-wise or timelines, I'd say somebody who wears like a traditional fade, uh, a really short fade would usually come in every two weeks. Uh, okay. That's pretty normal. Um, somebody who keeps their hair longer and likes to do different styles will come in probably every four to six. Um, as far as keeping your hair healthy, the people who are wanting to do a lot of color, um, you want to follow that up with something that's going to keep the hair healthy. Um, we don't want to use, you know, trust me or things that are what I call like drugstore products. Mm -hmm. Um, they just have a lot of filler in them. They're not really good for the hair. They're not doing anything beneficial other than just kind of washing or shampooing the hair out. Um, I always recommend a good conditioner as well. I have somebody who's using a lot of enlightening or doing a lot of, you know, bleaching or you know high lift color okay so like if i came into your salon like i'm obviously going to pay a little bit higher premium price than if i would go to I'm not gonna like name names but you know everyone kind of knows what's out there for cheaper places and so like when you guys have these products available it's like highly recommended to actually keep my hair healthy it's better than just like going down to walgreens and picking something up like there's a there's a huge difference you're saying as far as uh uh, quality, yeah. So a really good example, and this is, you can look this up, you can Google it. Um, oh, not Pantene. Um, oh, what is the, what is the brand? Oh no, it is Pantene. Pantene for the longest time has used a lot of wax filler in their conditioner. Um, so you can actually take your shear or, you know, a, a sharper object and scrape off the wax coating in their hair. Some people will come to you and say, my hair just feels greasy. I don't know what it is. You ask them what they're using. Pantene is a big, big one that has a lot of wax in it. So it'll give that feeling of like slickness, but if they're using it every day, it's really not doing anything beneficial. Mm -hmm. Whereas a good shampoo is gonna open up that cuticle and a good conditioner is going to add moisture and, uh, sorry, my dog's biting me, uh, different elements that will keep the hair strong um, and then seal that cuticle down. Okay, so, so like there's what... a, a little bit of a difference. That makes a oh, lot sorry. of sense. What, what would be like the difference then between using two separate products for like a uh, shampoo and a conditioner versus the, the two-in-one? I mean, kind of going back to like Walgreens versus like buying something from your salon. Sure. Two-in-one to me has never really made sense. I can see like a shampoo and a body wash making sense um, because they're both used for cleansing mm -hmm. um, but a shampoo and conditioner in one doesn't make sense because a shampoo is supposed to open the cuticle and pull out um, impurities product oil environmental dust you know things like that and then the conditioner is supposed to uh, add in moisture and seal the cuticle so they're doing two separate things so to combine them and say this is going to 
you know, be a two and one kind of doesn't really make sense. Because okay, they both so do opposite. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. So what are some maybe tips people can take home with them where they can take care of their hair in between cuts? Like if you're coming in two, four weeks, whatnot, maybe purchasing some products from you is great, but is there other tips you can give them to keep their hair healthy throughout the time when they're not actually at the salon? Um, as far as men go, I, I'm not quite as concerned because of the fact that we cut their hair so frequently. Mm -hmm. um, as far as women go, I always, always, always uh, recommend a leave-in conditioner and a heat protectant. Um, if there's a guy who's maybe, you know, flat ironing his hair a lot, we, we see that sometimes with people that have more cur coarse or curly hair, we'll see like flat ironing or styling. If they're using heat products, I always recommend a good heat protectant. Um, that just keeps their hair healthy and uh, intact, so they're not ruining their hair with a heat styler. So definitely, they wish you just like you know, when they come and get their hair cut, just like listen to your recommendations, look for consultations on what they should actually be doing in between cuts, opposed to just running down to Walgreens and picking up like Pantene or something like that. If they want you know, high quality hair, I guess, which is what it comes down to. Well, and not even high quality hair. If you just want, if you want to keep your hair healthy mm -hmm. and in good shape. Um, shampooing is also something that doesn't need to be done every day a lot of people think that oh they have to shampoo their hair every single day that's never the case um i think that that's kind of a myth and a way to sell product uh faster um if you read the back of any label of a shampoo in the store it's going to say shampoo daily excuse me um but that's never the case so i always really push towards that just not shampooing every day um that'll also get you more longevity out of your your shampoo Okay, so like when you're, you know, we talked a lot about cutting guys' hair. Is there really any big difference between cutting guys' hair and girls' hair? Or is it just like the length that comes down to? I mean, for me, like I know quite a few girls that have like short haircuts like guys. I mean, comparatively, right? Like it's a bad thing to say, but like, like they have like buzz cut up back and like the long bangs. looks pretty slick, but I feel like just sure. because they're a different sex doesn't mean their hair is like really that different. Right. Um, with with girls, with women, we, t we tend to use a lot more color. Um, there's a lot more heat styling. Um, so you're asking what is the difference as far as the cut goes? Right. Um, the cut, I mean, you learn different rules about haircutting, and I think those rules just get bent a little bit when it comes to a short haircut or a long haircut because you're still using those same rules and same measurements when it comes to long hair or short hair. It just, you know, there's a difference in length. Okay, that makes sense. So the and same so rule. So then, it just cut out. Sorry, what? Okay, yeah, sure. Um, and so with women like come into the salon, right? You hear people complain like, "Oh, I have to like go to the salon today. I'm gonna be there for like six hours." Is that like all time in the chair that you're sitting there dealing with them, or like how does that affect your schedule as a stylist? Like, do you have other appointments during that time? Like, how do you kind of balance that with people who are there coloring and cutting and things of that nature throughout the day? Right. I don't ever really have anybody sit at a salon more than three hours. And okay. that's, that's pretty extreme. Three hours is like a very long appointment. And that might, that might be somebody who's doing color cut extensions and like a Brazilian blowout treatment all in one day, but that's not very typical. I mean, it does happen, but usually people break those services up. Um, I will take haircuts while someone's processing with color. Okay. If I have someone sitting for 45 minutes with color on, I will take a men's cut because a men's cut only takes 30 to 40 minutes. Um, sometimes I'll put a women's cut in there if I know I can get it done quick, if they have shorter hair. Um, it's all about just managing your time 
and also not wasting your client's time. You don't want somebody sitting forever and ever and ever with product in their hair while you're engaging and talking and you know working on someone else. You want to make sure that everybody's being taken care of in an efficient in an efficient manner. Yeah, that makes sense. Like I can imagine, like with color, like it very much matters exactly how long it sits in. Like if it sits in for two hours, it's right. supposed to be in forty five minutes. That could have drastic effects, and I'm sure people might not be that excited about it. <laughs> yeah, definitely with lightener, you you want to make sure to keep an eye on that. Color usually stuck way there, but you still don't want to take advantage of that and let someone sit too long. That makes a lot of sense. So then, what what's like? I, mean, I guess I'm like kind of confused on this. Why does it take longer to cut longer hair? I feel like you're still doing clips, snips, whatever, the same versus like someone who has like 18 inches of hair versus someone that has like, you know, two inches of hair. What, what's the huge like, time differential? You mentioned 30, 45 minutes for like a shorter haircut. Why would it take so much longer for a longer haircut? Um, I always book an hour for a women's cut uh, okay. if I'm doing longer hair just because of the styling aspect and the drying aspect. It's going to take me two minutes to dry a guy's hair if they're wearing their hair shorter. It'll take me about 20, 50, uh, I'd say 10 to 20, depending on the person, to okay. dry uh, longer hair. Because you want to make sure you're rough drying and then going in with a brush and kind of giving it a good finish. Whereas a men's haircut is usually more using your hand in a blow dryer and just kind of shaping it and then putting some some product in it. Okay. And so like, uh, there's like the usual... Uh go get your hair nails done before a wedding for women. Does that happen much for men? Like, Hey, I need like a new haircut. Cause I'm like standing up in a wedding like tomorrow or something like that. Or is it just like people? Oh, for, sure. Yeah. for sure. Yeah. I mean, guys will come in. Hey, I have an event. I have a wedding. I have this, I have that. I want my hair done for it. Um, that's pretty typical too. Yeah, for sure. Fantastic. I mean, Matt, you've been like really helpful today. Anything else you want to leave our listeners with, with uh, hair care or anything of that nature? Um, I think we went over a lot of stuff. If you're using heat, anything with heat styling, please use a heat protective. That is the biggest thing. We see so many women come in with broken hair, um, you know, hair that's been damaged with, with heat styling. And I, I just see so much of that. Um, if we could push people away from using an iron, a flat iron or a curling iron every day, I would that'd be a great thing. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I definitely do appreciate your time and have a great rest of the day. Yes, you too. Thank you. That was definitely an amazing chat I just had with Matt. I just cannot believe the details he's able to go into. As I mentioned before, you know, things would have been a lot easier if there was a more of a visual podcast opposed to uh, audio, but Matt did a great job of describing everything, different steps, how to go out there and really make yourself stand out and things of that nature. I'm so excited that he decided to spend the time and share his knowledge with us. Really appreciate it. Matt actually decided to extend some nice things out to our podcast listeners. He actually is offering a 20% discount on all his styling services at Salon Nova. We'll actually link up to this in the show notes, but feel free to call over there and ask for Matt K. And the number is 414-273-6682. That's Salon Nova in downtown Milwaukee, right off Brady Street. Hope you guys definitely enjoyed this great show with Matt K. Oh, one last thing before we go. If you haven't already, please subscribe to us on our podcast in iTunes and Google Play Music. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. Those are actually linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, actually, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. 
Anyways, thanks everyone for listening and hopefully you learned something new or at least we're able to share a few laughs with us. Until next time. This episode was brought to you by A Positive Beauty. A Positive Beauty is a nail art blog with a positive living as its sidekick. So whenever you need a little quick pick-me-up, this safe space has got your back. You'll find lots of nail art, a sprinkle of beauty-related posts, and endless support on self-love. Someone who is a positive beauty is a person who emanates warmth and positivity wherever they go. Beauty shines forever when it is lit from within. To find out more, go to apositivebeauty.com. Also, for all your skincare and cosmetic needs, look no further than Lamp Enterprises. No matter your gender, age, race, or ethnicity, our top-notch products are exactly what you need to help your skin look softer, smoother, and more beautiful. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Hopefully, you learned something new, or at least were able to share a few laughs with us. Until next time. Mm-hmm.